Welcome to This Midlife in Bold, a podcast dedicated to women in the middle who want to redefine midlife and uncover what's possible for them in their second act. A bold midlife woman is someone who is 40, 50, 60, even 70 years old and beyond, who wants to be unapologetically unafraid to live the life she wants instead of a life she settles for. Each episode is a midlife mindset dose of motivation, encouragement, and inspiring stories of courage from the host and her guest on how to overcome obstacles and fear to create and live a bold midlife without regrets. Lucia has made a bold transformation in her own midlife years, with her health, her career, and more. She is a master midlife mindset coach, CEO of Midlife in Bold, Inc., and creator of the Midlife Without Regrets Method, a 12-week program designed to help women get unstuck and overcome their fear of change so that they can finally live life on their terms. And now, here's your host, Lucia. Well, hello. Happy New Year. Happy everything. It is January 2nd, 2022, and this is Lucia. I have not been on the airwaves in podcast land for some time. I think the last episode I released of This Midlife in Bold was in May, and that was a beautiful interview with one of my clients, Tandy Reagan. And then I sort of just disappeared. And I thought, you know what, it's time to wrap up season two of this Midlife in Bold and maybe wrap it up for good right now. So I thought I would share a brief life update, some of my learnings from the past year plus, I guess, because I started season two in October of 2020, and just sort of wrap things up as we start the new year. Um, As I sit here recording this today, it is Sunday, January 2nd, 2022, 4.26 p.m. Central Time, and I'm staring at the vast body of water called Lake Michigan in Chicago, Illinois. The sun is starting to set, and there are some beautiful hues of pink and blues, and all of the boats in the harbor are gone, so I'm staring at a bunch of empty slips. And there's just a little bit of snow on the ground. It's really pretty, actually. Um, A year ago, this time, I was in San Diego, so staring at a very different body of water with no snow on the ground, although I will say the views here are pretty freaking spectacular. Um, No palm trees, no snow um, in, or no palm trees here and no snow in San Diego, but nonetheless, I am a lover of sunsets And now I get the privilege of of looking at sunrises or watching the sunrise in the morning too. But a year ago, I was living what was my dream. I had left Illinois three years ago uh, in 2018, and I had moved to Phoenix in search of sun and warm weather. And then shortly after, I moved to San Diego And about four months after I moved to San Diego, the world as we know it changed with the arrival of a -a once-in-a-lifetime pandemic uh, virus, as we all know uh, what has happened since March of 2020. So in any case, uh, yeah, a year later, I find myself back home, and I'm really, really, really happy about it. Uh, And so a lot has happened to me. Uh, in service of me, for me, I guess is how I would put it. 
And so I thought I would come on and just sort of, like I said, give a life update and talk about how all of what I've uh, discovered and learned about myself has really um, been uh, bold. And I think a lot of times when people see my brand and, and hear about my brand and my business and what I do, bold has many different meanings to people. And so I thought I'd come on and, and just share my thoughts. I am not scripting this. I may have a lot of ums and pauses and who knows, the dog may start barking. And that's just, I decided, you know what, it's now or never. <laughs> I needed to, to come on and sort of fill the gap from May to now. So in any case, um, you know, 2021 was, you know, a year. Um, for me personally, it wasn't a horrible year. In fact, it was actually a pretty good year um, because I had uh, been through a lot of alone, solitary time, and that brought me a lot of clarity. Um, you know, the year started uh, January, like I said, uh, 2021, much like the year had ended before 2020 with a lot of alone time and quarantine and solitary confinement, if you will. Uh, didn't get a chance to really meet a whole lot of people or make a whole lot of friends while I was in San Diego the four months before the pandemic forced California to really shut down. And so, you know, I spent January and February. Um, at that time, I was still working for a school district out there, and I was working my business for the most part full-time as well. I was getting up super early for me, which is 5 a.m., working nights, weekends, and having the day job, if you will, take up the bulk of my day. So, uh, you know, at that time I thought, well, what else am I doing? There's no place to really go. Uh, gyms were closed. All of the normal things other than the beach, uh, of course, were, were closed. So there was not a whole lot of opportunity to do anything else. And so it just uh, lent itself well, I guess, to, to working two full-time jobs. And then... Um, in March, I received the vaccine, and I remember that day distinctly. It was the Saturday, March 6th, and uh, as I got my first dose, I sat in the University of California San Diego Student uh, Health Center, I think it was, or actually, I think it was their gym, and it was just very oh, I don't know, surreal, you know, for years, 15 years before I moved to San Diego, I had dreamt about this life that I would lead in California, this carefree beach life, meeting people that were not stressed and unhappy, you know, I just feel like everybody in my um, fantasy land was happy uh, when there was an ocean and sand and sun and you know i found myself sitting in the holding area with my mask on with a sore left arm and the tears just started to flow as i looked out to the beautiful you know scenery in front of me so university of california san diego's in la jolla and specifically i had really really always called la jolla my happy place every time i had gone there on vacation with my mother i even joked with my nieces that i wanted them to spread my ashes over the La Jolla, you know, Cove when I was to pass and they always would say, oh my God, that's so morbid. So that's, you know, that's all I dreamed about. And so I found myself sitting in this holding area um, crying because I was like, here I am, you know, at that time grateful for what I thought was an end to this world. 
uh, situation we found ourselves in, grateful for a vaccine that I didn't even know I needed or wanted, uh, for a disease I didn't even know existed, you know, just six months, a year ago. So I remember the volunteer came over at the time and he's like, ma'am, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, I'm just really, you know, having a moment here. So, you know, got the second dose by the end of March. And, and that was, you know, what I thought again was sort of to be the beginning of the end. Little did I know, but in any case, um, that same month I developed a health problem and, you know, it scared me. I ended up having to have several tests, um, ultrasounds and a biopsy and eventually ended up having a small surgery procedure, call it what you will. Um, and that resolved itself for, um, what it's worth. There was, you know, nothing major that was found. So that was really good, but that, that started in March and that went through June. I think it was early June when I finally was able to get in for the procedure. And so, that put a lot of things into perspective because it was really frightening to be out there uh, still alone, still uncertain as to you know where this uh, procedure was gonna lead. And I remember the hospital saying, well, we need to have somebody um, on record that can drive you home. And I'm like, well, can't I just take an Uber home? <laughs> and she's like, ma'am, you're gonna be under anesthesia. We can't release you to an Uber driver. And I was like, okay. And so luckily I had met some friends, uh, you know, socially in the park uh, all these months walking Preston who originally were from the Chicago area and they were very nice. And uh, I ran into them one day walking to yoga and he offered, he and his wife offered to pick me up. So that was good. But, you know, it was, again, it was just such a reminder, a stark reminder of how, my gosh, I've been here almost, you know, two years and I don't even know who I would call to pick me up from, you know, a procedure that, you know, I, I had to have done. So anyway, things were finally starting to open up in California. The gym started opening and, you know, the mask mandate went away and it felt like, oh, life's going to start returning to, you know, a little bit of normalcy here. Great. And, you know, people were starting to come out of their homes, if you will. But, um, you know, so at that point by June, I was done working for the school district and that was the end of my education career part two. So if you've been with me for any length of time, you know, I had a full career over 20 years of, of public school education service here in sh suburban Chicago, started my first business, Irene Yoga and Wellness in 2015, 16 dissolved that um, and then started Midlife in Bold, Inc. Um, while I was still you know, employed full time. So that came to a close. And then at the end of June, I decided um, to come home for a good length of time since I hadn't spent a, a good amount of time back home, um, you know, in a while. So I had a family wedding, did that, and then ended up staying in Chicago through early August. And um, right before um, I was leaving to come back to Chicago for the summer, I thought to myself, you know, this phrase uh, that that came to my mind was snowbird. And so if you're not familiar, you must be from a warm climate. But a lot of people in the Midwest, the Northeast, East um, have these snowbird lives where they live somewhere warm in the winter months and then they have their home base. And I was thinking, oh, you know what, maybe when I'm home over the summer, I'll start looking to see if I can find a place that would be a good rental um, that I could, you know, 
use over the summer and and you know in my head i had envisioned maybe like a may through the holidays type of thing may june through the holidays and then spending you know january through aprilish you know in california and so i got that sort of uh, idea. And so I did that when I came home for the summer and I looked at three different, um, properties. Well, actually four, there was a townhome development, but you know, the market was going crazy and, and houses were so, you know, I don't know, they still are probably by you, but there was like a bidding war everywhere. So I thought, okay, not really the time for me to buy anything, but I did look at that. And then I looked at three different, uh, rental units and the last rental unit I saw was um, brand new construction. So I got in just as they were opening the models and close to where my niece uh, lives here in the city, niece number two, I have a, a niece number one that lives in New York. And I thought, okay, that's great. And then I um, went back to, uh, flew back to San Diego in August, you know, running my business, working full time, working with amazing clients, loving life, uh, you know, taking Preston for walks, uh, you know, at the harbor, overlooking my beautiful view of the ocean and palm trees and the and the loneliness and the solitude hit me again and I was like wow you know I have this either or situation that I've created for myself I'm either surrounded by because literally for six weeks I think all I did was go out to eat uh, multiple times a day and meet up with friends and I it dawned on me that I have such a community here and I don't know that I, yeah, I didn't know that before I left. Um, I definitely knew that, but um, I think the stark contrast to the isolation I had been living in uh, was more was highlighted for me when I came back to Chicago. And so, anyway, I ended up having um, another, you know, my annual mammogram procedure done in August, and that came back with some irregularities. So I went back. Which is, which is common, and I went back for a second mammogram and ultrasound, and they said, yep, you're gonna have to have um, another ultrasound in six to eight weeks. They you know, needed to monitor something. And I was like, oh my gosh, like what, you know, what's going on this year with my body? And um, in any case, you know, I also have had some clients, two clients specifically in my group who had been battling cancer this year, and you know, I'm 51, and you just, things may start to uh, be a little more challenging. So around that time, all that was going on, I decided I was moving back home and that this would be my home base and that I would flip the script, if you will, and not have an either or situation and work towards my next right dream, which is to be here in Chicago, surrounded by my family and my friends and my support where I feel most grounded and rooted and alive and loved and cared for and all those things where my creativity can thrive and then work really hard to figure out how I can have a winter getaway, winter residence. So the goal is January through March, January through April, either in the vineyards of California along the coast, I don't know, maybe even Arizona, just somewhere where it's a lot less frigid. So I made that decision. Um, a lot of you know thought went into it. A lot of um, you know, do I do this again? I just moved across the country three years ago and sold everything and packed up the Ford and did this great West adventure. And I thought, yeah, this is the next right step. It feels right. It feels like this is the time. The world is in an uncertain place. Um, I find myself when I'm at home in a much better place. 
in terms of my mental health, my, you know, just my overall emotional well-being. And I got into this mindset that it doesn't have to be either or, it can be and. And if you've listened to my podcast before, you're part of my Facebook community, or you get my emails, or you've just listened to me in the past at different uh, on different platforms, you know that living in the and is where I like to live. So I can be grateful and want more. I can be happy and I can be upset about something at the same time. So I think that this either or situation I created for myself was I have to give up my entire existence and move over you know, 2,000 miles away in order to escape the winter and the gray skies and all of what was going on for me here in 2018. And so I wanted to share a little bit about that thought process. And while that's not like, you know, to me, that's not a big, huge decision, uh, maybe because I've, you know, did it once before, moving back didn't seem like so such a big decision. For a lot of people, it seems to have taken them by surprise. Now, I think that there's a couple reasons for that. If anybody hates winter and is public about it, it's me. I think every Facebook memory post around this time of year comes up about, you know, hashtag flip-flops for life. I mean, it, I was, I'm very well known for not being a fan of winter or the cold. And primarily it's because here in Chicago, it's not so much the snow or cold. I'm a tough cookie. I grew up here my whole life. I can handle it. It's really the amount of gray and the lack of, of sunlight. So that was one of the reasons, you know, that I told myself at the time in 2018, when I was making this decision that I was moving for warmth and sunlight and, you know, this, this quote, easier, you know, existence. And there is some truth to that. You know, when you don't have to bundle up 15 layers to take the dog out and worry about, you know, your car slipping on ice and all those things that come with winter, there's some truth to that easy nature of love living, you know, with just a, a t-shirt and flip-flops. But in any case, when I made the decision to, to move back, um, I wouldn't say I shared with you the whole mammogram thing. And the, the reason I shared that is just because um, you know, it was not a main factor, but again, it was a, another reason that I thought, okay, you know, I love the fact that if uh, I do need help and I do need my community, and I'm not embarrassed to admit that, that, you know, that would be something that would be accessible to me much more easily, obviously, if I was back home. But um, I wanted to share the thought process and where I was in 2018 versus where I am in 2021. And and really, it's 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 something that I talk about a lot with my clients and my community. And this is, in, in a nutshell, it's that the, this is it. It's that nothing is fixed. Nothing is permanent. Everything is temporary. I mean, we see that every day with loss of life, with the world changing on a dime. But I think that with women at this age, they many times my clients feel so stuck and rooted in the patterns that they have developed than created for themselves that they can't see possibility. They can't see, they, they get into the how, right? They don't see the possibility because before they even create the possibility of a either or situation, uh, or they get into an either or situation, right? And because they get really into this, the granular and the finite. Whereas my mindset is, is really about how can I make the next right step? And this is what's working for me now. And it's okay if, if I decide to change my mind. 
And it's actually more than okay. It's, it's all about trusting that what you are about to do, whatever next right step is coming your way, is feels right to you, right? So that may be hard for a lot of people who are still living in the shoulds, who are still rooted in um, what's right versus wrong, what would other people think, um, or... Or for a lot of my clients, they get fixated on the how, right? So I, I'll tell you right now, I don't have a winter escape <laughs> lined up for this year. So it's possible that other than maybe some getaway travel, if that's possible for me this winter, I may be here all winter. And luckily for me, winter really just arrived the other day. We had our first snowfall January 1st. And I got to tell you, I've lived here my whole life and we've had snow in October all the way through April. So Right now, I feel like, thank you, universe, for welcoming me back to the most mild start to winter that I can remember, because I'm okay with this if it lasts just through, you know, March or April. So the whole notion that I had to run away from the cold and snow and everything I knew uh, in 2018 shows you how changeable, is that a word? how the mind can still change, the mindset, right? In 2018, I was on the heels of a business that wasn't doing well, a relationship that was, I don't even know how to define what it was, but it had ended. <laughs> um, my sister had moved abroad, so I have one older sister and that's it. Both of my parents are gone. My nieces at this point were living their adult grown lives. And it dawned on me that I wasn't stuck in Illinois anymore. I wasn't working for a school district. And so why did I need to stay? Now, I mean, there's no, there's no, you know, um, I'll never regret what I did. And that's, you know, I run a program called the Midlife Without Regrets Method. And it's all about taking bold actions so that you can live life and look back and have no regrets. And I don't have any regrets. I loved both Arizona and California for different reasons. Um, and both of them weren't the right fit for me for different reasons long-term. Now, I think there'll be great winter escapes for me as well as maybe some other places in the United States I can think of. Um, but the point of, of this podcast wrap up, if you will, for the year is to give you, is to, to tell you that it's okay to change your mind. In fact, it's better than okay. It means you're allowing yourself to step into your own power and trust, to trust that the decisions you make feel right to you in that moment. And when that doesn't feel right anymore, that it's okay to change direction and, and do something different again. So whether or not that is a career you've held for 20 years, a relationship you've had, um, a home, um, anything that you know has no longer a purpose in your life or doesn't feel that it, you feel like you've outgrown it or you've fulfilled the dream and now the dream has taken on new shape, it's okay. It's okay that we're here on this planet to ex to not just exist, but to experience life. In order to experience life, it requires this pattern interruption of you thinking that you have to do things one way, right? So I had a friend the other day, we were FaceTiming, and she said, what I so admire about you is that when something's not working for you, you are so quick to pretty much change direction because why hold on? And I said, yeah, exactly. Why hold on? Once I realized that I didn't need to live in California full time and I didn't want to, there's a big, you know, 
both of those are important. Then I decided to move back and now I'm creating what I always say is my next right dream, right? My next right dream is evolving and taking shape and I'm returning to Chicago three years later, a much more, um, how should I say this? I trust myself so much more. And maybe it was being on my own for three years. Um, I also did some great work with Betsy Paik, a coach. Uh, she has her own part, podcast, The Art of Living Big. You can check that out, um, where we really tapped into my subconscious and released some thoughts. And my word for 2021 was release. I really do trust that when I make a decision, it's serving my future self. It's uh, the next right thing for me at that time. Will I stay here through this winter and realize that I actually am okay here now through the winter? Maybe that's a possibility because when I lived here before, I had a full-time job in the suburbs that I didn't love. It took me a long time to commute. Um, I would go to work all day and I'd be stressed and unhappy. I don't have that situation anymore. I don't have the job st stress. I don't have the financial stress. Um, and so, you know, I can sit here in my 18th floor <laughs> unit overlooking the cold and snow and even have an indoor dog park here. So I don't even have to take Preston out if I don't want to get my groceries delivered. I mean, I can seriously live in a bubble. Lord knows 2020 and part of 2021 taught me how to do that well. But I don't know if that's a possibility. Do I still see myself, uh, you know, January, February, March, getting away um, and, and having the warm sun beat on me while I'm sipping a glass of Cabernet at a vineyard? Yep. While I'm taking a sunset stroll? Yep. And I think that's the point. I want you to embrace the notion that there's possibility and to not put the how it can happen first, to just embrace that there can be an and right? You can, it doesn't have to be an either or. So if you're stuck in a job you hate and you think there's only one way to do life and that's because you have this job, then you don't know how to do anything else. You're trained for one thing only, or you're in a contract situation like teachers, or, you know, you have this promise of a pension or you have seniority or whatever. Can you just embrace the possibility that, that there is a different way perhaps and to trust that if you're feeling like where you're at isn't working for you anymore, that that feeling should be explored. And I don't like to word, use the word or the phrase should be, but, but really honor what's going on in your mind because it's not impossible. What's impossible is thinking about living in, for me anyway, is thinking about living in a way that isn't true to myself. And so when I think back to my decision to move, it really was a culmination of three years worth of self-inquiry, self-discovery, work on myself, and really learning to trust myself. When I left in 2018, it was a good decision. When I returned in 2021, it was a good decision. I've had people you know, message me on Facebook's, uh, you know, messenger saying, oh my God, I can't believe you moved back. Why? But you love the beach, but you love San Diego. Um, oh my God, you know, what's wrong? And I'm like, nothing's wrong. And I still love the beach and I still love the sun and I still love the warm. I don't have to have that all year long. And 
be in a situation where I felt like I had only one way uh, to live, if that makes sense. So I can love all of that and still not find it to be a perfect fit for me. Um, and the thing I would say to that is um, there's a lot where I live is, uh, you know, it, it is a, it's a city that um, is rooted deep in, in my soul. And it's also a city that's complex. There is a lot of, um, you know, news across the nation about Chicago's gun violence and, uh, you know, crime and things like that. And honestly, that's that's happening in, in most cities across the country. Um, but in San Diego, I had I had a lot of that going on too, right? But when you're, and I'm going to speak from my own experience, when I was living here, years zero to 48, um, I was always surrounded by people, and I was one of those people that dreamt of this lifestyle, this Cali life, this beach life, and, and maybe for you it's Florida or the Carolinas or, or whatever, Um I would complain and complain and complain about the weather here. Again, I was one of those people. And the taxes and the corrupt politicians and the inefficiencies of the state and the traffic. And guess what? Those people never will do anything about it. They will never explore a different living situation. And listen, I don't know what their situation is, so I'm not going to judge, but... My point is anytime my mindset has shifted that anytime I'm complaining enough about something, I get tired of hearing myself, people. And at 51, I've heard myself a lot. So the difference between me and the, the people I would also sit with at the time when I was also in that boat is that I did something about it. I explored I actually lived my dream. I, my my apartment, um, if you are friends with me on social media, you've seen pictures. The view was spectacular. The sunrises were impeccable. Palm trees right outside my door, ocean water, big, huge county park, um, you know, vineyards 30 minutes away. I did that. And it still is something I will cherish forever. Arizona wasn't a place I ever wanted to go to, and I fell in love with Arizona. I know a lot of people don't like it. Uh, I really, I, th- I think Arizona is quite beautiful, and there's a lot of desirable places I would, I could find myself wintering in Arizona. My point is, I needed to get. I, I'm the kind of person that if I'm going to complain about something or I want to explore something. And maybe, you know, it's another podcast for another day. I was looking for something and I found it, you know, within me. I think that's that's really what, what the whole three-year journey was. But really the point is I made the right decision in 2018 and I'm making the right decision now because this is what felt right. This is what serves me now. It serves my financial goals to live here. It serves my soul, my mental well-being, my physical well-being, and all of that that I left behind is just a plane right away. And so my new next right dream is to move forward in a way that feels authentically me. And if I had stayed in California, and honestly, I've been moving authentically towards authentically me for a long, long time, and, and it just keeps getting better, to be honest with you. 
And that also comes with some repercussions because people, especially on social media, people think they know you, right? They don't really know all the ins and outs of why you do what you do. And, and that's fine. I'm not really a public figure in the same sense that you might think of like a Kardashian, but I'm public because I put my shit out online and on, in the airwaves. But um, my point is the more and more I move into a, a, a version of me that continues to trust the decisions are for my future self and for my you know, continue to play into my desire to be authentic. Had I stayed for the Instagram posts and the, you know, idea that people had of me that, yep, she got out, good for her, you know, um, and I should stay there for that reason. It's just as inauthentic. Uh, That wouldn't have been authentic for me is what I'm trying to say. So I told you this wasn't scripted and now it's dark outside and I'm staring at a dark lake and... Uh, I think maybe I should wrap this up. But the whole point of this episode today is to come back to circle back, close season two out with um, an update on where I've been to continue to share with you my mindset, which is ever growing, ever changing. I'm constantly holding myself to higher standards to look at my patterns, interrupt patterns, thoughts, behaviors that aren't serving me so that the actions and results I get are more in line with what feels good. So as I close out this season two on January 2nd, 2022, I wanted to share with you an update and also, you know, I've talked a lot in this episode about trusting myself and I've decided that that is going to be my word for 2022 is trust. So in 2021, I released, and that was my word, and I released so much. I released jobs, I released you know, ideas about myself that I still held that were ridiculous because they were just keeping me stuck and small and you know, um, not confident, some of these ideas I had about myself still. And as I kept releasing old beliefs and patterns and thoughts, guess what? Life became easy. So I realized that my word release, the last part of it, ease, is what transpired from that. So I'm stepping into 2022 with trust as my word. And I trust, I will trust that when I feel it's right to do something, to not do something, to say no, to say yes, to start a program, a new program in my business, end a program, um, anything to do with my personal, my, my intimate relationships, my friendships, my family, what I wear, how I, how I hold myself in the world. I'm gonna trust that I'm making the right decision and that every decision is the right decision because even if it's not working out for me in the long run the way I envisioned it, it's taking me a step forward because the only place I don't want to be a year from now is in the same place. Um, And I don't mean necessarily the same place, meaning my current home. I don't want to be in the same place mindset wise. I want to keep challenging myself to think differently, to possibility, to open myself up to more, to better, to different, to new, to adventure. Um, I'm 51 and a half today this is my half birthday (laughs) and I know that time is finite and I know that every decision I've made has led me here so when I think about the year that just passed it was a good year because it was a year that brought me more in line with trusting myself each day a little bit more which lets me lead a more authentic life 
which lets me lead a life that allows me to to really approach things with ease. So I wish you nothing but the best in 2022. Um, I'm not sure about the future of this podcast. I'm going to trust that if it comes to me that I need to come back on to share more with you than I will. I'm going to trust that if I decide to let it go, that that I'll let it go and that that's the right decision for me. What I will be doing is uploading a bunch of bonus season two episodes. And really what they are are amazing, amazing, bold client interviews that I've done um, in my free Facebook community, Midlife Women Making Change Without Fear. So I will link um, the group that I run in the show notes. Please come join me. But if you uh, aren't in it and don't want to join, I will be uh, releasing those bonus episodes over the course of the next month or two, because I think um, you really need to hear these women and their their uh, stories of transformation and getting out of their own way to live their best life ever in the second half here. Um, but until then, if you need to, want to, uh, reach out to me, join my program, The Midlife Without Regrets Method, or a new program I'm launching in two weeks called Bold Success, which is a year-long business development and mindset coaching program for women uh, in the middle who want to start working on their own virtual online business. Uh, reach out to me. I'm on Instagram at, at Midlife and Bold. Um, you can friend me on Facebook, uh, full Greek name, Lucia Masterdemus, or you can find me um, on Facebook as well, Midlife and Bold. So that is it. That is the update. I sign off here at 5.01 p.m. Central Time on January 2nd, 2022, overlooking a now darkened sky in Chicago, Illinois. And I wish you well for the new year, bold ones. Take care.